You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. It's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Uh, Routor Adventure Summits the Airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, our Brandon Long. I'm with you for the next 38 and a half minutes. Exactly. Along for the ride is the best co-host in all the land, Todd of the Top. We're hanging out inside the Monarch in the heart of the Nine Rails Arts District inside Banyan 1. Preview of this week's show is um, we have Weekly Happy, which is good because we all need something happy in our lives. On the docket, we do have uh, some opening day information coming up as well for resorts, the Ogden Avalanche Backcountry Bash, and Ogden Nature Center Holiday Open House along with the Cup Hop. So we'll chat with Brandy Bosworth with the Ogden Nature Center about the Cup Hop, which is back for its third year, I believe, right? It is. Yeah. You're number three. In the news, in the news, including Ogden Avalanche beer. Please tell me this is so. Um, there is a local radiologist facing charge federal charge, charges from a Denali incident. We'll go over that. See if anyone knows him. Veterans are helping Dry Tortugas National Park. Pray for Pow Beer. Outside Inc. buys more stuff, uh, more media. Rivian. Yeah, that Rivian is now worth more than Ford and GM. This is a fascinating story, by the way. It just blows my mind. And bears prefer KFC, Todd. That one's for you. Give you something worth watching. Patagonia has new food and Bev, but, you know, what kind of Bev is it? Um, quote and of the how week. expensive is and it? And how expensive is it? Uh, we shall find out. Outdoor Jukebox. All this and more on Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Episode 380 Cup Hop. So let's charge. He summits with the agility of a mountain goat. Flashes routes faster than UPS. He's more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Todd to the top. Todd, are you going to be jumping out of airplanes when you are a 90-year-old? Nope. <laughs> nope. I will not. I uh, I might at some point, but I, I don't feel like it's something that I would do more than once. And if I do it once, then it'll be that 90-year-old me. That would be just the one time. Though. Have you ever aspired to jump out of an airplane? No. No, nah, okay. it's not really up. All right. Well, this week's Weekly Happy 90-year-old Purple Heart recipient, and this happened last summer, but uh, like in June... It's was was shown on a website today on official networks. I thought, you know what? Yeah, this is great. 90-year-old Purple Heart recipient finally lives out his dream of skydiving, uh, which is very cool. So if you're watching so, this on YouTube, otherwise I would get to hear a 90-year-old. You're coming down, a lot of wind hit you. <laughs> <laughs> the black and gold form. That's awesome. This is Fox 13. On his 90th birthday, after waiting some 70 years, Joseph learned the best things in life make you come back for more. I want to try to do it at 95. Oh my gosh, I want to do it all over again. <laughs> it isn't uncommon to see a senior citizen spend their birthday here. In fact, Skydive Utah says that about one person aged 80 or older per week takes that big leap. 
in Tooele County. John Franke, wow. Fox 13 News, Utah. Fox 13 News, Utah. Good Very for cool. for them. That's great. He yeah. sounded about 30 years younger. He right? he doesn't look 90. He has like a, a goatee and everything. Like this guy's styling and I don't know. I think it's awesome. He gets yeah. a mohawk later in the day. Yeah, he's like, you know, who's that Glenn Plate guy? I got to show him how to do hair. <laughs> <laughs> 90 years old. Nice. That's great to hear. That gives you plenty of hope. On the docket, on the docket, anticipated resort opening dates. So we are close. And Snow Basin is one of the earliest, by the way, in the state. So Alta is showing November 20th. Beaver to be announced. Brian Head, November 19th. Brighton's to be announced, although I believe their bone zone is open. Cherry Peak to be announced. Deer Valley, December 4th. Eagle Point, December 17th. Nordic, <laughs> little, little, I love Nordic. Nordic's I love my Nordic. favorite. Yeah, to be announced. They, they need snow. Uh, Park City, November 19th, Powder to be announced. Now, they're all natural, no snow making at Powder Mountain. Snow Basin, though, November 24th. That would be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. That is in essentially two weeks. So, whoa. Get get your skis and boards in order because it's that time of year. Snowbird, December 1st. If Snow Basin opens before the bird, that doesn't happen very often, does it? I don't think so. I don't recall that. Um, Solitude, November 19th. Sundance, December 10th. And Woodward Park City, November 19th. That is, according to Ski Utah, that's the latest updates. Obviously depends on snowpack and all the things, but there's that. Uh, all right. What's the, what's the word? What's the word? What's this winter going to look like? Well, there's a La Nina threat, which means a lot of... Is it La Nina? Yeah, right? Yeah. A threat. So there's been more rain on the and, and storms on the pacific northwest coast so that has held true and it's been it's been wetter so that's good if it continues that's fantastic we need it it was not so hot last year so the moisture's know, so. there we just don't know about the temperature yeah yeah i uh, you know i i like snow I think a lot of people do. Well, the Great Snow's Salt Lake needs a lot of snow. How has that trickled in just while we're talking about snow and, and this coming winter as far as uh, gear goes, winter gear goes? People people buy so, in. So thanks. Are you Todd, sold out? I appreciate that. Uh, can I give a shout out to Shop Local, please? Gear 30 could use your support. We are suffering from not enough product being shipped to us. So Amherst Sports and Solomon, they shipped us a fraction of our orders. Uh, they have some of it. They're hoping, they're trying to get it to us before Christmas. That's how bad it's looking for bindings and some skis and some stuff. So we do have Icelandic skis in stock. We're getting some, we have some, uh, we're, we're getting some head skis in. We have Elan skis. We do have Dinafit boots. We don't have our Scarpa yet. Uh, we have Roxa boots. But we, our biggest buy is Solomon, Solomon from Solomon. And it's about 60 grand worth of stuff. It's a lot. And a lot of it is delayed to late November, mm-hmm. mid-December. And some of it, we had one one binding says it will arrive in March, which that's not good. That's not good. So please uh, support local local shops, if you will. It's a, it's a little rough time because of that. People are shopping early. We had, we had people in even last week saying they're doing their Christmas shopping. So that's helpful. Um, might be smart. Also, it's it is smart because we don't know how what we're gonna get. You know, if we get it, 
you need to buy it. If you don't, it's not, you can't do one of those things where, oh, I'll wait and see. It's like if somebody, you walk into a store and they have it, you better buy it. Get it, it yeah. Yeah, because it might not be there. Don't you, register a day before you class can't. Starts. Yeah, you can't special order stuff, you know, because you just don't ever know. So that's a little weird, but. It's all on back order. All on back order. The Nature Center has seen, a, we've had a big shortage of plush snakes. <laughs> I yeah, I've heard there was a shortage of plush snakes going around, but <laughs> just wanted to verify that that was the case. But yeah. you know, we're doing pretty good on the other stuff, and we have okay. been given word that we will receive our big bird seed stuff. Uh, we do all these great bird seed things, yeah. and that it's all supposed to come in before Thanksgiving. So fingers crossed. So roosters brewing. I was talking to Brandon, who manages over there, and oh, was Brandon anyway. Yeah, or Colton, but Brand, I think it was Brandon. It was telling me tin, right? aluminum, aluminum, a shortage. Oh, the and there's basically only, I didn't know this, essentially like Pepsi and Coke, they also own aluminum cans, Makes company sense. maker. Yeah, right. So there was, it was touch and go for a minute on, on getting cans even. To, and I'm like, no, we need the beer. Like we can't <laughs> do, we're going to have to come up with some other options. We'll just here. bring our own glasses. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Uh, okay, so Can on the dock. My your mug on your mug. B y o m. Yeah. Oh my God. The cup hop, which we'll talk about in detail in just a minute, begins November fifteenth. That is Monday. Monday through December fifteenth. It goes a full month. Uh, Twenty dollar donation. We'll we'll get we'll dive into that in just a minute. But that begins next week. November twenty fourth could be the snow basin opening day. Put it in your calendar. November twenty sixth. Black. Uh, Black Friday deals at Powder Mountain. So I'm like, what the heck? What are they doing? But they do have some, I don't think I saved the tab. So there's some day lift pass deals. There's some um, rental deals and maybe some learning deals. And then some um, like touring, uh, like if you want to pay for a tour or whatever, someone take you out. Guided, guided trips tour, mm-hmm. deals on Black Friday. So Fine. Powder Mountains has some deals on Black Friday. Check that out. Ogden Avalanche Backcountry Bash will be at the front on December 2nd. Oh. That is a party. That is also that's sponsored by Roosters and others. You should everyone should be there for that. That is really fun. And it benefits back backcountry avalanche awareness here in Ogden. We will have those boys on next week, Todd, just so you know. And where's that going to be this year? At the front. Same again. place. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. At the front, 6 p.m. on December 2nd. December third through Lucky the fourth. Lucky slice going to be there. I would imagine there there will be plentiful amounts of food. I think so, probably. Well, it's, it's just a few times a year, yeah. and not that I couldn't do it more often, but that's one of the times I look forward to a slice. Is that event, nice. and then lots of beer. Lots. There's lots like of beer. there's lots always of beer. lots of beer, yeah. and it's good to see everybody. But the lucky slice, I hope. <laughs> you know, every good to see all my friends, but really, I just want some lucky slice. <laughs> and a beer. I know it's always there, but it just tastes better that night. It does at that does. place with they, that group of people. You're they make me it. Want t- that? What's that? You making me want pizza? Yeah. yeah pizza. Oh my gosh. Oh. I like their pizza. Ogden Nature Center Holiday Open House is December third and fourth, and so I would buy your plush snakes early. Yeah. You know, just in Seriously. case. <laughs> Once they get there, yeah. Because you don't know. You don't know. We've right. limited supply. This uh, voice you hear in the background, this female voice, Brandy Bosworth with the Ogden Nature Center Cup Hop. Woo woo. Third year for the Cup Hop. Can I just say I like this year's cups the most? Oh, cool. I'm so yeah. glad. Yeah, I really do. It, it's this cute little brown squirrel. And 
I was a little worried putting a squirrel on because not everyone loves squirrels, but what? I've had nothing but awesome feedback. Oh, Everybody's good. like, I love the squirrel. And you run across people that don't like squirrels. You let Brandon and I know that we're going to visit them. <laughs> right? It doesn't seem right. If, so, if somebody doesn't like that cute little squirrel. And have you seen the video where the Nancy guy Kerrigan moment tries here. to outwit and he builds that huge. Oh, it's a, unreal. It's so it's, it's fun amazing. to watch. Yeah. Like how clever they are and how smart they are. Yeah. I know. Because so. it takes the squirrel a few days to yeah. figure out the what to the do. The route. But then the he's route. got it. Right. He's like, I right. got this. This is silly. Boy, give me something more. Yeah, yeah. Bring it, buddy. Yeah. That's kind of scary smart. Yeah, actually. it's so fun to watch that. And the guy is also darling. He's yeah. Really cute. So it's a cute little... So how does how it works is there are participating coffee shops in town. Yes. I should give those coffee shops a shout out because these are the... These are the shops that support the Nature Center all year long. Like at all of our events, they show up and and bring their brews and always donate. So uh, November 15th and 16th, Grounds for Coffee on 30th and Harrison. We'll kick it off. And then the following week will be at uh, November 22nd and 23rd at Cafe Merck on 26th Street. November 29th and 30th will be at the Daily Rise. It's going to be at their... Uh, Location on 23rd and Washington, just it's been at their drive-in in the past, but this year it's at their uh, location. So I think it'll be a little easier for them to serve the, the open mug. Is that inside the Weaver's? It is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And it's, it's a great it's shop. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. They bring the good juju, the daily rice. And then on the 6th and 7th grounds for coffee on 25th Street. And then the last cup hop will be the 13th and 14th at Coffee Link's. On Park Ave, which it's on the corner of Park Ave and Grant. It's by Gear 30. And I am I will say, I don't know why I like Coffee Links so much. I don't, I don't know why they're, because there's not, I. At I Coffee lo- Links? Yeah, I love it's Coffee Links. so good. I know, I, and it's, uh, like, you don't hear about Coffee Links often. You know what I mean? Like Daily Rise and Grounds, they have pretty good following. And Cafe, really, they all have great followings. But then Coffee Links is somewhere in the background. Don't, uh, don't underestimate Coffee Links. That place not is Not at all. Great. And yeah. they're, um. There are guys in there that are doing, their, uh, do you call that a barista if it's a guy? Yeah. Is it a barista still? Yeah, I think it's the same. Barista dude? No. Anyway. As opposed to like a barista. They're skilled. Barista. Yeah. They're seriously skilled. <laughs> and they yeah. put their love and soul into it. So yeah. it's, yeah, love that place. They, all of these are our favorites and there's there's more. They're all our favorite Coffee yeah. places, but. Um, so they'll each have just a limited supply of the cups on the, only on the days, only on those days. You can see all that on our website. Um, but you'll just give a $20 donation. You'll get your cup and they'll fill it with whatever you choose to have it filled with that, that day. And then, um, a portion of that goes to the nature center and a portion goes to the coffee shop. Okay. It's called a donation, but like, honestly, 20 bucks for a nice mug. I mean, you go to Yellowstone, you got to pay 25 bucks for that. It's a collector least. mug now. It's a collector mug People now. are like clawing down the doors of the nature center well, literally to get these mugs. <laughs> it says that on the website where it matches because they're all themed like the yeah. previous years. So yeah, yeah and they're the same the style. Yeah, same yeah. style. That's what I meant. Um, but you also you get a free cup of coffee that day. Yep. Free with your $20. Yeah. And, but w- what you can't do, which I was like, oh, well, can you just take your mug later and get free cups of coffee? No, you can't do that. You, we you get it that had day. hoped that, but the health department said, "Yes." Put the kibosh on that. Yeah. But that also helps out our local coffee people to. Yeah. You have to pay for it essentially. Yeah. So, 
but, but yeah. um, we're hoping to bring some of our live animals on those days to the coffee shops and just be there and have fun having coffee. Yeah. Do, do you have a captured squirrel we can bring we, to? We don't have a squirrel. <laughs> it might be a bird or a snake. Mm. Or but you could put a snake in a squirrel costume. <laughs> oh, my God. It's probably easier than a bird in a squirrel costume. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. I like so, these animals are probably looking forward to the day of also getting back to doing visits. <laughs> yeah. Like they Oh, they would they be. Yeah. They're like, hey, I don't know what was going on these last couple of years, but we're back. Oh no, Ooh. they they have they still been doing their tours or they have been. Yeah. Um, to a certain degree, but they seriously they feel better when they get out. Just well, like I, all just of us. us. Yeah, it makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. Okay, so real quick, just to I'm just going to recap those dates for people who may have missed them. Yeah. The 15th and 16th is Grounds for Coffee on uh, 30th. The 20th, and that that's when you go get your cup and your coffee, and it's a collector's edition. And I, I would go the first day, but because if they run out, 15th and 16th, out, yeah, out, yeah, if they run out, they run out. November 22nd and 23rd is Cafe Merc on 26th. November 29th and 30th is Daily Rise on the inside that we. It's not called the Weber Center. It's the Weber Downtown. Weber Building. Building Downtown. Weber I think State it's Downtown University. Weber. Downtown Weber. There's a there's a Apple store in there. Look around. It's fun. Yeah. It's very nice if you haven't been in there. And the uh, Entrepreneurial Center on the second floor and third floor, I believe. December 6th and 7th, Grounds for Coffee on 25th Street. And then December 13th and 14th, <laughs> Coffee League Links. And that's on 287 Park Avenue. That is by where there is no parking in the world. So, um... Yeah, on the corner there, uh, just west of where there is no parking. So it's Gear 30, Striders, Neaters on one side, and then it's Slackwater and Bingham and Ogden River Brewery, and then we've got the two new restaurants there, uh, Wimpy and Fritz and the Chicken Place. What's the Chicken Place called? Chicken, I don't know. The chicken Place. That. The Chicken Place. Anyway. Is that what it's called? Is the Chicken Place? No, it's, oh. called, it's called something else. Freaking check it out. There's I, a new chicken place. Yeah, I went and ate there. Uh, it was okay. I actually I didn't like what I got, and then somebody else got something. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. So it I think it, for me, it depends on what you are. I'll order. try it out. But if you yeah. know that area, you you know how the parking is, and so just. But Coffee Links is separate from that, so you can yeah, park at Coffee it's Links. Down a There's bit. plenty of parking at Coffee Links, but it is that whole road is gets a little congested. But if you just keep driving, go to Coffee Links and get your coffee cup there. Yeah, and just right, to yeah. clarify, um, each coffee shop will like we will put in reserves a certain amount for each coffee shop so there will be cups on december 13th and at the coffee links so if they run out gonna run out right at one shop earlier there's still more cups at different yeah okay each cup each shop gets so many cups okay well ogden nature center has a fun fact that i think i need to read please fun fact it's not the coffee squirrels are wired that way Generally, squirrels have hyper-movement. However, certain species are more restless than others. Their speed coupled with jittery movement limits predators like hawks and snakes from catching and killing them. They can also get away from cats and dogs. thought we better put in a little science <laughs> <laughs> with the cup hop. <laughs> that's my really uh, That's pretty thing. great. Yeah. So that, yeah, I love it. That starts on Monday. <laughs> Get your, the cup is awesome. It's, and you brought one. It, I brought it's, one. Yeah, it's very nice. So we have, we have our share of squirrels still. A few have been displaced, like I was saying before, but uh, for the most part, I don't think that we have any. And in the Shire, there's a lot of, a lot of cats and dogs, but they, they might torment the dogs, but the dogs aren't going to catch any of them. At our place in Salt Lake, we were at war. Like, <laughs> 
We <laughs> totally had this thing going. And the final place where we hung our uh, our new place, like right outside the kitchen window, we hung the bird feeder. And the squirrel like flies off of the brick onto it. And he looks me straight in the eye in the kitchen window like, oh, are you kidding? This is so easy. Oh, my gosh. Taunting. It, I mean, like, taunting. There's a flag on the field. Me. Taunting. Squirrel number four. Yeah. This was part of my COVID stay. So we have, I have, my my in-laws live in Florida next to, it's, Florida is an interesting landscape, I tell you what, um, because it's very forced. People don't know this. There's a lot yeah. of deer and bear and not just gators or whatnot yeah, there, a lot but of a lot of squirrel, beautiful birds there, by the way. Yes. And in the back, they've got a post with the feeder on it. And <laughs> so it has like, a, all I can think of as a funnel, but but in upside down, right? To keep, because the squirrels can't get, so they can't figure out how to get on the other side of the funnel. So the squirrels get the food on the bottom of the funnel and on top of the funnel is the bird feeder. And so gotcha. the birds all cool. come and grab the bird's yeah. feed and stuff, but the squirrels can't figure out how the We finally bought the feeder that has the collapsible um, purchase. So a squirrel's too heavy and it collapses uh, on their weight, but a bird yeah, is yeah. light enough. I like how it's taking humans like, oh, what, how do we figure this out? I know. <laughs> how do we outsmart the squirrels? Brandon, if you haven't done it, if you look this up, this subject up on YouTube, you'll found thousands oh. of like squirrels uh, figuring it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so even fun. like the most, like it shows like them actually like doing the little unboxing of like squirrel proof, you know, feeder. And then- you put it out. <laughs> and the squirrel figure. And then they, they put the time lapse. You. Oh, yeah. You put the little time lapse videos yeah. over the cameras up, and nine times out of 10, they'll figure out each of those. Oh, and it's humorous it. for us, of course, as viewers, right. to watch the whole right. thing go down. Yeah. You got to oh, pull up those YouTubes. I mean, they've named the squirrels. It's like, this is oh. Jeff. This is. Oh, it's brilliant. It's oh, that's brilliant. funny. Good choice for animals this year. Yeah. So get your cup at the cup pop. Awesome. Thanks, Brandy. <laughs> You're welcome. Do you. Does anybody know this doctor? Okay, Utah doctor facing federal charges for allegedly false, falsely reporting hypothermia to get a helicopter rescue off Denali. Uh, you, uh, and who do, he denies all these claims. By the way, he says, like, dude, this okay. So Utah doctor is facing federal charges after allegedly false, falsely reporting that a mountaineer was suffering from hypothermia in an attempt to be evacuated during a failed summit attempt of, of Denali. Uh, I'll ask, and I have friends who were up there, I think, around the same time, so I'll ask. I just didn't have time today. At 20,320 feet, Denali is America's mm -hmm. highest summit. According to the criminal complaint filed in Fairbanks, Alaska, federal court, Dr. Jason Lance, 47, a radiologist from Ogden, Utah. Huh. Jason Lance. Um, 47? 47. It's our, my age. My, yeah. Mine and Todd's age. Um Faces three I'm charges. Not that much for older. The, you're not three years. Our, our age. Our age. Our age. Yeah. Did you did you have a birthday? Are you five old? I am. You're five oh? Yes. Randy, you're so young for fifty. Fifty. Yeah. But I think you've embraced the fifty plus bird watching thing for years. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I've been an old lady at heart for so long. Do you knit? Tea. Tea and birds. Tea and birds. Are tea, me. Tea's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about knitting? Take I've thought about it. I haven't. I'm left-handed, so. Oh, so you got up. I haven't yeah. tried that yet. You could probably do a full. You could probably get rich off doing left-handed knitting videos on YouTube. But you know, we do the mittens, the warm woolly mittens. Yes. Do you make them? 
that yes, Jenny Frame and I make the wormly mittens. Why did I? I knew you, I thought you were only helping sell those. I didn't. Well, know I am ma- officially the mitten pimp. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Why didn't we know that? Yeah. <laughs> and I do. We make them together, and then I, you know, marketing. Marketing. So yeah. I'm the mitten pimp. Mitten pimp. They're also at Cafe Mark. That, that's where we bumped into each other just the yeah. time. You were restocking and beautifying. The mittens. Yeah. And I didn't know the connection. So it was, this is funny. This is coming up again. So if you need warm woolly mittens, go to Cafe Mark on yep. 26th. I wish we could get that as a, as your new license plate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like it. There's got to be a way you could do that. To, what is it? 70 characters? <laughs> Mitten <there>. pimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's pretty great. Lance and his climbing partner, Adam Rowski, 31, left Denali's Camp 3 at 14,000 feet to push for the summit via the West Buttress, somewhere between 8,600 feet and 19,2, which, by the way, I did a 14er this summer. Things get woozy around 14. Things get woozy above 10. You know, things, uh, Kings is 13 something, three, five, whatever. Things get woozy up there. They do. 19 is up there. Oh my gosh. Um. Lance noticed that his partner displayed symptoms of altitude sickness, leaving his ill partner with another pair of climbers. Lance continued to the summit alone. He did not make the summit. Instead, he turned around to help Roski with his descent. On the way down, Roski fell, tumbling approximately 1,000 feet, which is a very long way down the Autobahn. Emergency rescue services were called, and Roski was lifted off the mountain and taken to the hospital. Lance then texted emergency services that he was stuck without equipment following Roski's fall and needed a helicopter evac. The helicopter helicopter cannot come to your location and is not flying anymore tonight. Do you have a rope with you? Your only option tonight is to is descent. Park Ranger said to escalate the problem and force a helicopter evacuation. Lance then alleged hypothermia, and that's where it gets. He said, "Helicopter said, who's telling the truth?" And so that's why he's facing charges because he got a rescue. And then they didn't believe he was actually had hypothermia. Loud out there, yeah. Anyway, so I don't know him, but let's just hope he's not lying. It's Veterans Day. Yes. Thanks, all you veterans. They they were giving free hamburgers to the vets at the Oaks today. My dad. I love the Oaks. I know. My dad went and he told me all about it. I'm like, right on. That's that's the Oaks. That's fantastic. Um, And this is nowhere near the Oaks. This is. Have you ever been to or wanted to go to Dry Tortugas National Park? Do you know where it is? I don't. You go to you go to the end of Florida and then you go oh, like a that. boat ride way it's like a little island in the middle of nowhere, Dry Tortugas National Park. So wounded vets Is that where pirates go? That's where pirates went. Yeah. Yeah. No, well they in my head they still exist. So mm-hmm. well now they're yeah. Yes. No, but the old school pirates. Old school, yeah, the the Ridge. Dry Tortugas National Park hosted volunteer divers from the Wounded American Veterans Experience Scuba Project, who spent a week helping the coral reef ecosystem at the park and in return received therapy, healing, and relief from their service-connected disabilities. Seven veterans traveled to the remote Dry Tortugas Archipelago from October 13th through the 20th to repair important demarcation and reef mooring buoys within the park. The demarcation buoys outline the special protection zones for shark and coral research. Mooring buoys help 
prevent damage to the fragile coral reef by preventing anchors, ropes, and chains from striking and damaging coral. All the buoys need continual maintenance. And so the veterans are out there helping. And it's got to feel good to be in the middle of freaking nowhere ocean just hanging out and doing cool and scuba diving and doing cool things. Fantastic. And doing some good. Props to the vets. Good swimmers. Ten Barrel has a new Pray for Pow. Oh, I missed it. Before we get to Ten Barrel, Ogden Avalanche beer coming soon. Dun, dun, dun. Where's my, where's my, hold on. Where's my things? Okay, while you're pulling that Um, up, while you're pulling that up, I have to do this on the heels of the Tortuga one. Okay. Did anybody read the story? I haven't yet, but I just saw the headline of uh, venomous sharks. What? They they found some venomous sharks, and I don't know what that means. Other than it sounds like a sci-fi, I I don't know. So we'll have to look into that. It sounds like one of those sci-fi specials, like a like a Sharknado. Yeah, they are not dangerous enough. Um, but just the idea of just adding that other little little element to it, and so I. So you lived until. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that in. means yeah. exactly. Other than it's just kind of terrifying. Wow. Slash interesting. All right, I'll look into it. Okay. Yeah, we want, nobody's heard. We want to know more. Yeah. Ogden Avalanche beer coming soon. Whoa. Oh, yeah. look at that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's an ale. It's a pale ale, and it is from Roosters. And I was lucky enough to see the label, which I can show you two here, but it's a podcast, and I can't show anybody. Anyway, that the, the re- so come to the bash on December 2nd, and uh, we should have the beer. I think maybe they release it there. I'm not sure. But Ogden Avalanche beer. So the proceeds, there's a portion of the proceeds. If you buy it this year, wherever you see it on tap or in the store, uh, I, I'm assuming it'll be canned and put in stores, a portion of the proceeds go to benefit Ogden Avalanche. So nice. please consider buying the Ogden Avalanche beer from Roosters. Fun gift, like consumable. Consumable, yeah. And it's a pale ale, so which which means it's not not... Something that, you know, sometimes if it's fruity, some people like it, some people don't. You know, it depends on what it is. But Pale Ale, so everyone should love it. Oh, okay. Pray for Pal. That's the new beer from Ten Barrel. And so this gives you some options this season. So Pray, they used to have a Pray for Snow. That's gone. And now they replaced that with Pray for Pal. Which is totally different. Totally, (laughs) totally different. It's your your winter seasonal, as they say. the recipe won more than 10 medals in judged competition, including multiple medals at the World Beer Cup and the Great American Beer Festival. It has hints of... Where'd it go? Oh, man. Okay, you ready? No, oh, notes, sorry. Notes of dark chocolate, coffee, citrus, and berry. Hmm. And it packs an immense amount of flavor. Combine that with its 7% ABV. And pray for Powell certainly warm you up after a day of face shops and then face shots. And then it's a portion goes to protect our winners. So that's cool. Tin Barrel. So you have Ogden Avalanche and you have Roosters and they help nonprofits. So you should drink beer and help nonprofits, which is very good. Uh, outside Inc. That's outside online. Outside Inc. They acquired, they bought more media. I don't know. They're buying the whole, whole outdoor industry right now. So there's hmm. that. Uh, Rivian. Okay. Rivian is the new electric truck and Are they SUV. Are for sale yet? So, yep. I've you can, seen a picture. You can, and it's going to have like the pull-out cooler. Is that right? Yeah. So that's the cool thing about electric cars is there's no engine. Right. There's all this extra room. You got the hood is now storage. So you have room. Uh, 
I feel like I've been following them for years, but I haven't seen one yet. Are they even for sale yet? So they are for their pre-order. They have this is what's great. They have not produced a vehicle. They have not sold a car yet yet because they uh, their I is an IPO. Their initial public offering, offering yes. went live this week. They are now worth more than Ford and GM without a single car lot. Like they don't have car lots. They have a website where you go on and you put a thousand dollars down to reserve Let's your Rivian. I'm gonna try to pull it up. And and well, so good looking trucks. Yeah, they're good looking. Yeah, electric truck and or SUV. They go. It's about three hundred miles ish per charge. And these and it tows like seventy two, seventy seven hundred pound foot pounds, something like that. They are super cool. I am very, I'm very interested in. But also they were giving away, I think, some stock options if you were to pre-order before a certain time. And so essentially, if you had the stock option on your pre-order, it would have took a chunk of that $75,000 bill off. Because I think they started around sixty-five seventy. new. I'll bet you chunk those change, but yeah. will go down eventually once they, well, once they start getting out there. There's a there's a series. I don't know if anybody's watched. Maybe somebody who listens has. Uh, it's called Long Way Round. It's with um, it's a motorcycle adventure show. It's just a. Uh, have you have you followed any of these? That sounds anyway. Cool. It's Ewan McGregor, the actor mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor, and his good friend Charlie Borman, uh, are the real deal. You know, adventure cyclists. They've been or motorcyclists. They've been doing it for years and years and years. Well, anyway, the yeah. the newest version. They've done three versions of this show: Long Way Round, Long Way Down, and Long Way Up around the globe. That's the yeah. Kind of circumference type thing, but the newest one, I believe, was a long way up. They started at the very bottom of South America, but electric motorcycles, and then the, all of the gear that followed them were in Rivian trucks, and so really all cool. tested along the way. Yeah, but then they also had to do all of the pre-reconnaissance where they had charging stations, and then talk about testing the bejesus, like the land and the territory that they drove through. Ah. was like that this was a really good way to test these vehicles as well including these specially made i think harley electric um adventure bikes motorcycles uh really really fun series to watch but then it got me hooked on these rivians because these are like the real deal what do you call first adopters isn't that their name for first adopters yeah Yeah. like your first people on board something on on anything yeah Yeah. any tech stuff i i am not that i'm a first and waiter I like yeah, I usually wait until like a second generation, yeah. or third version, you know, really work out the kinks, kinks a little. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's one reason why that brand is probably worth so much. Just like like anybody who who establishes brand for five, ten years. Like I've known Rivian for years. Oh, really? Like the name mm. and like prototype sketches. And yeah. it seems like it's probably been five years or something, but it's been years of like kind of getting you excited and right talking it up. i mean that's right. something to be said for building something up to a point where they're worth something like that right yeah. now without releasing one vehicle you're not gonna lie you know tesla's truck is i think it's ugly i agree and the rivians are good looking i agree <laughs> I, yeah. and i'm harsh agree. on aesthetics yeah, yeah. No, i'll completely like agree but it matters you don't want to mental on aesthetics and i like the rivian why buy ugly? Now, Rivian's good well, looking. and think about resale. I mean, yeah. off, you're getting an ugly Tesla truck. Truck, yeah. Because the Tesla cars are pretty. That, it looks like it belongs in outer space. Yeah, and I, right. And I the, I don't know why they, I don't know why he went that direction because Brandy's breaking everything in this studio. <laughs> the, 
Cars are beautiful. Back together. But the truck was, it's just too, like you said, Mars-ish or something. Yeah. It's just not right. But the Rivians look like. I think somebody's kid designed it or something. So, <laughs> like a like a crayon sketch yeah. of it. Where they couldn't use curves. It's just straight lines. Oh All God. I have to say about that is it's going to be hard to resell. Think about it. Okay, yeah. it's ugly to start with. And then in 10 years. Uh, anyway, sorry. That was a Go way. Rivian. <laughs> yeah. Even though I, I'll, I can't afford one. No. But the, so, okay. So I mocked one up today on the website. I went okay. in and I was like, okay, let's see how much. Oh, like a custom made. Is. So you go in, I want the SUV seven seater adventure package with nicer wheels and a, and uh, re- it's like a, t- it's a like seven a seat truck, seven seat SUV. Yeah. Like with, oh, so they're doing SUV. They're not doing just a truck trucks. and an SUV. So oh, okay. the SUV looks a lot like my Land Rover. I mean, yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. it's like a, like a, Forerunners. So that makes seven I didn't know they were doing yeah. SUVs. So I it was just trucks. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. So I'm. So I got. So I picked. Choose that one and choose my color. Choose the package and everything. Do the interior and 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 it was like, I think it was near eighty something thousand. Anyway, the payment was like a grand a month or something. I'm like, yeah, okay, not happen, not happening. <laughs> Think how much you'll save on gas. But well, what they said was, um, it is for. I don't have. I don't, I don't have a. Te- I don't even. I know people have Teslas, but I haven't talked to them about this. But they say, at least Rivian, Rivian's claim was, um, if you're on the road, you're to fill up. It's about 50 percent of what it would cost to to do gas. So if you're going to charge on the road or whatever at the, one of their charging stations, or whatever, it's about half that of what a gas fill up is. And then at home, I think it's cheaper because what you can do is, it's, you can program it to where you can charge your vehicle in off off peak times mm-hmm. so your vehicle charges you don't you get charged less. so it's cost less even if you do it at home so your daily commute stuff is pretty good but if you're on the road it's about half that of what you would pay for gas that's what rivian claimed on their website i'm curious because i think that these oh that's good looking it does it looks like a range rover like it really does kind of yeah, yeah. but uh in these ones that were being tested you know in the elements they really were they would charge they could charge you could charge the battery as it's driving right and so just yeah that was a way so that it may not like completely top off like fully charge but the fact that while you're driving you can charge the battery just with that's what is that kinetic energy or whatever yeah yeah but the more do that right and the more that that you know sort of plays into just a fully like Driving sustainable off-road, yeah. like that checks off a lot of boxes for a lot of people in Utah, I'm sure. But if you're Ford or GM CEO or executive and your company is all of a sudden worth less than... Well, and aren't Ford and GM kind time. of... They're going for it, electric too. They are, they are. So goals. did they... What? But it's like, okay, cool. We're, our evaluation is not as much as Rivian, who doesn't even have a car lot. Yeah, who knows? Wild, right? Well, I th- yeah, we could talk about this for a while, apparently. But... Bears prefer KFC. Over? Eh, bears prefer KFC. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Hey! <laughs> this guy's yelling. Where's Dicka? He walked into his house. Dicka? He's looking for his dog. And uh, there is a bear eating a bucket of KFC on the countertops of this man's house. And the house is trashed because hey. yeah, and it's this cute brown bear Where's looking Dicka? thing. And uh, California, the homeowner also said there was another bear in the house and one outside. He was able to eventually scare them out by making loud noises. Here's the hoping he got them out before the KFC started making its way through their digestive system. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so this was in Sierra Madre, California on October 28th. And 
it was unofficial networks has this we'll link it video bear caught in the act of devouring a bucket of kfc and by devouring meaning he ate like the bucket part too just the oh, whole yeah. thing just eating it all <laughs> what was the other one doing didn't that's not in the video so i'm not so sure i would love to know probably up doing. in the closets trying stuff on they're just and, making themselves at home yeah uh worth watching segment jeremy jones <laughs> They did an entire film. They just released it, snowboarding, October 2021. That's how many storms we had. So they just went out and shot a short film, five-minute film. It's on YouTube. It's called Jones Journal Shred Tober. It was all shot in October of this year. Wow. Uh, five and a half. Oh, it's almost six minutes worth of footage. And that is worth watching. Fun. You can hear him busting through the wind. All right, and then what is Patagonia selling, and how much is it in the food and bev <laughs> department? Wine. Patagonia is now selling wine. That sounds about right. Patagonia provisions much of the apparel and gear needed to explore the backcountry and, oh, provides, and now the company is giving it, I think they call their food and bev provisions anyway. Company is giving adventurers, the adult ones anyway, other beverage options for their apres festivities. The company's food division, Patagonia provisions, this week unveiled a collection of wine, ciders, and sake. The launch comes as the Venture California-based brand works to ramp up its food and beer business super smart alongside its more traditional revenue streams. Is it dehydrated? You just have to add wine. Yeah, you I have to add say, how's it packaged? Is it, in a is it in a glass bottle or is it in like a little uh, tinfoil I don't know. Like Let's see. Those little... You know, those little cans that have wine now, you can do that. Well, I went to Yellowstone last, sep I mean, we, I've actually been, I, we go a lot, but last year in September, we went for my anniversary and it was an anniversary and we, in the store, they had the little cardboard yeah. wines, right? And I bought the cardboard wine and I don't know why the cardboard wine said to me, you can drink this with no problems and you won't feel drunk or whatever. I don't know, but. It, I was like, damn, am I drunk off the cardboard? And it was like, like not like the boxed yeah. wine, like the single like serve, little... single serve, like. I've had the same experience. You have? Yes. <laughs> what do they put in those things? I don't things? know. Because you're like, oh, it's just a single serve. It's just, it's just a little, a little but box. I actually think yeah. it holds up quite a bit. And if Probably. you think about a regular pour, it's not 16 ounces. Right. So you're getting, a, That's you're getting glasses. two glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So, but then you're. Like I was cooking hamburgers and I got my That's, little box wine. It feels wine, like a can, right? And I'm like drinking it like, nope. Yeah, I'm like this is good times. All of a sudden I'm all, we're in another dimension. And when it's we're a wine <laughs> glass, you're just sipping. Right. But for some reason, that little The cardboard box. makes you feel like you just, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Let's be perfectly honest. We know exactly who's going to drink Patagonia wine and where they're going to drink it. Because if you've ever been to like a concert an overpriced concert that you barely got tickets for at like Redview Garden where they put out the blanket and they've got <laughs> they've got organic table. spread. Oh, yeah. behind oh, yeah. oh, it's like the full spread, right? And that's who will be drinking Patagonia wine. This is not going to be a... This isn't yeah. just a casual, you grab it 7-Eleven. Like no, no, no. But I'll be honest, I'm looking forward to trying it. Totally <laughs> so. I am too. Hey, I, on backpacking trips, I initiated... Um, happy hour right when you walk into your camp for the night it's like first thing let's not even set up tents let's just have a little happy mm. hour that's the way to do it and those little boxed wines yeah. perfect yes it's like happy 10 minutes 
Yeah, and you're not yeah. carrying glass. And, yeah. and yes, if exactly. you're allowed yeah. to have a fire, you can yeah. pop it in the fire. So I was in the, this is, this is a short story. I was in the Uintas. We're approaching, so we were doing the King's Peak hike. We're approaching Dollar Lake, and I was behind. I was the last in the group, and they were all ahead of, ahead of us, and they were looking for a campsite in Dollar Lake. And right outside, there were two horsemen on their horses, and the one guy reached in his saddlebag and pulled out a beer. And I happened to be walking by him. He was a little bit off trail. And uh, I was like, I said, I made a comment. I said, I said, you are a smart man or something like that, you know, to him. And he looked at me and he's like, you want a beer? I'm all, I would love a beer right now. So he hands me and it's cold. His, that was like an ice thing. Yeah. It was like iced on his horse. Right. So he hands me a cold, I think it was a PBR actually. And I'm walking after everybody to camp with this ice PBR. And they're like, where the hell did you get that? Where have you been? Well, you got to make friends. (laughs) You got to make friends with the guys on horses in the middle of the Uintas, man. They got beer. <laughs> I always bring wine. Now we know what yeah. the horses and the llamas are used for as well. Oh my gosh, it's so smart. All right, quote of the week. You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. That is Marcus Aurelius. Thank you to Banyan One for powering today's 380th episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Listen and subscribe to the Banyan Collective on YouTube. Listen, it helps when you subscribe to us on YouTube, the Banyan Collective on YouTube. Please subscribe. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, BanyanCollective.com, and on the Podbean app for Android and iPhones. All show notes are at the blog, BanyanCollective.com. DM us if you want to chat with us at Ogden Adventure. Thanks, Brandy. Thank you. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. This week's outdoor jukebox is uh, from Van Sessions. Morgan and the mountain, as John Muir would say, the mountains are calling and we must go. Let's go. Let's do it. Well, I don't even know what that is. Kill that. There we go. Here's Morgan and the mountain. The remix. (laughs) The remix. I love it.